We pick up on 98b, that is uh, Tzadik Chet, Amud Bet, at the Mishnah. And the Mishnah says, Natan Umanim, that's a kind of a kilkalo. What happens is, is uh, you give something to a person, a craftsman, and now to, uh, today's daf. Yesterday's daf was a lot on garmi and uh, doing uh, imperceptible damage and, and things like that. Uh, and now we move on into a craftsman and what uh, he is responsible for and how we look at the... Uh, the, the, the concept behind a craftsman and uh, a person who you give something to work on, work, uh, to do work on for you. All right, so you give it to this craftsman, that's a cane. Uh, you give it to him to fix, and he goes and damages it. Uh, it says, uh, he has to pay damages for that because, uh, you know, although it was in need of fixing, in need of adjusting, uh, he it was still functional, you know, or somewhat functional, and he's gone and destroyed it. Uh, how so? Natan lecharash shida teva migdal. So you, you give to this harash, this craftsman, a, a shida teva and migdal, different uh, shape. Uh, uh, boxes and a chest, a box, a cabinet, you know, a cupboard, whatever the case is, let's a cane and the uh, kill uh, he, he did, uh, something was missing, or, or like a hinge or something like that, and what he did was he goes and he damages it. Chayev, uh, then he is liable to pay. Chayev uh, he has to pay you back for that damage. Vagabai, uh, uh, sorry, a banai and a builder, for example, Shigibar Alav, a listor et a kotel, he uh, took upon himself uh, to, uh, who said that he was going to break down and uh, knock down a wall, Avanim, and while he is knocking down uh, the wall, the, uh, he breaks the stones in the wall. What, uh, what he was, he was there to dismantle the wall, keep the stones, and it was going to be rebuilt in another place, and he goes and destroys the stones, or Shizikan. Uh, even if he just damages them, uh, then he is liable uh, to pay uh, for, for, for that. Okay, so, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, he, because, he, you know, the idea really is, uh, it's, it's not even that he, you've hired him at some, so it, that he'd share responsibility equally. No, uh, we, we're basically saying that uh, he, he, he basically took on uh, the job. Uh, if he's knocking down on the one side of the wall and then the wall falls down uh, from the other side and uh, causes damage, a putter uh, is exempt from liability. But if the stone fell uh, because of his original blow, the force of the blow, uh, then he is liable. All right, and uh, and and that you know it's it's because it's uh, his action that actually caused this uh, to happen. All right, so that is uh, the Mishnah. There's a lot of um, uh, ideas in the Mishnah, and we're going to see them now. But uh, it's uh, we're going to. Take some time at uh, this Mishnah. Uh, we only get to the next Mishnah uh, in, in over a Duff's time. So uh, we've got some time to discuss over here. I'm Ravashi, Asi. Uh, Ravashi says, uh, What are we talking about here? Uh, it's where Lo Shanu, Ela Shanatan, Lacharash, Shida, Teva, Migdal, Lun Otsbehen, Masmer. Basically, you gave it to him uh, to knock some nails into it. In other words, uh, a vessel to repair. And it says, Vinatsbehem, Masmer, Vishibran. And, and while he was doing 
the work you contracted him to do, he goes ahead and he breaks it. Uh, and, and that's it. Uh, if you give him wood uh, to go ahead, all these different types of uh, a chest, a box, or this cupboard, uh, in all of those cases, uh, you give it to him to build. Uh, and then he goes and builds it, and then he goes and breaks it. Patur, uh, then he is exempt. Uh, from that, all he has to do uh, is pay damage for the for the wood. Uh, my timer. What is the reason for such a thing? Because uh, we're going to have this principle. Uman uh, kli. So basically, what happens? The uh, the craftsman. How do we look at a person that makes something for you? Uh, really, what we say is that uh, you give him a certain amount of of items, and what he does uh, is, and that's why it's in, uh, for example. Uh, in, in, in this peric, as opposed to any other uh, peric over here, because really the, the, the concept is the same way as, uh, as, a, as a thief acquires something when he, when he makes a change to it, a shinui, uh, to it. So to here, uh, what we look at, uh, you give uh, this craftsman something to uh, the, the raw materials, the wood, and he goes and he fashions a, uh, a finished material. And uh, he basically has acquired that vessel through his work, through the change uh, and enhancement in value. And really, it remains in his possession until he returns it to the owner. So therefore, if he goes along and damages it in, uh, at, at, at any time before, and then he goes along and sells uh, his labor uh, and, and the item uh, to the, the owner. So really, his, his, uh, his work, his labor is really acquiring it for him. And he then goes and sells all of that uh, to uh, the, 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 the purchaser of, uh, of the item. Okay, and that's, and that's it. So therefore, in this situation, uh, he's acquired it. And therefore, as a result, uh, it's his. And uh, if he breaks it, well, then it's his issue. Obviously, he's got to pay back uh, the original value of the wood, but that's, uh, that's that. All right. Uh, now, that is Rav Asi's statement uh, where there is the Uman Kone Shvakli. Uh, that is uh, that's uh, that's that statement, and it's important to remember because we are going to be attacking it uh, from all sides. Tanan, uh, what about uh, in Amish? Now, Tan la uman What happens if umanim? Uh, if you give it to a craftsman, uh, you know, it, uh, to, to go along and fix uh, the 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 kairish, Sorry, is a carpenter, uh, not a craftsman. It's a carpenter. Uh, the uman is a is a craftsman. So uh, the the uman, you give it to the kilkalor, and he goes along and breaks it. Chayven uh, He has to uh, pay for the damage. My love, Surely it also applies uh, to a situation where you gave him raw material like wood. And the Gemara answers, Law shida tava migdal. No, you gave Gave him a fixed item uh, to to uh, to uh, amend uh, in some way uh, a, ves- a vessel uh, to, to 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 fix up, and he damaged it uh, as well. All right, so it's it's a full uh, finished ut- utensil, and he damaged that. Uh, the last part teaches us about uh, this this chest, this box, this cabinet. Surely the beginning part uh, must be talking about not those exact same things. Must be talking about raw materials uh, that you that you gave him, because the last part does talk about uh, this. Um, uh, this, this chest or this box uh, and stuff. So the first part surely can't be talking about that. Uh, it's, it must be talking about uh, just pieces of wood. Amri, no. Prusha uh, kamafarishla. No, really, the, the second part of the Mishnah. 
which is kind of how I explained it uh, already uh, as, as well. It just gives an example. Ketzad, uh, how does it work uh, if you give something? Natanu manim, letzakein vikil kalo, chayvin l'shalem, how so, and it says, kugon shenatan la cherish shira teva amigdal. It's an example of uh, how you would give something to a craftsman, uh, and uh, if he breaks it, he's liable. Uh, that is where you give a carpenter this, uh, these boxes, uh, a chest or box uh, or cupboard. Okay, all right, so the Gemara says, and we say actually, that is actually more logical uh, to say, because the Ketzad, because it says, how so? Uh, that's it, so uh, it teaches us, so it surely it is given in, uh, an example. If you would say that the beginning part is talking about wood, so we say, uh, if he has to pay uh, when he damages just the raw material and uh, he, uh, he, he doesn't do what he's supposed to, he doesn't fulfill his uh, mission that he was told to do and he still has to pay uh, and, and, and we don't say that a craftsman acquires ownership uh, of the item if we wouldn't say the first part obviously if a craftsman who's also just doing a job for you and he was given something complete and he goes and damages how much more so uh, would he would be quite clear that he has to pay damages so if you, if you give something raw material and still he has to pay damages how much more so uh, would he do? All right. Uh, the Gemara says, listen, no, you know, it, 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 you're trying to bring that as a, another uh, proof uh, to, your, to, your, uh, uh, to the proposition that it's all talking about one case. If you try to bring it from there, uh, it's, not, it's not a proof from there. Uh, we could we could refute that proof. Uh, no, it comes along uh, and say, listen, maybe we taught the last part of the Mishnah uh, to reveal uh, the first part of the Mishnah, in, in, you know, to give to shed light on it. Uh, in order to say, no, what does it mean? You give him uh, something. Uh, to, to check not only uh, a finished item of our eight sim law, uh, but when it comes to wood, uh, then uh, it, it wouldn't be that case. Uh, you, you wouldn't be liable. So therefore, Tana Sefer Shida Teva Migdal and Miklau Derosha eight sim Afidu Haki Chayvul Shanaim. And and really, what what we, what we uh, say is that in the first part uh, it must be. Uh, therefore, uh, you, you might have got confused and thought the first part was talking about uh, finished items, and then. Uh, and and but uh, for for normal wood, uh, he'd um, uh, you know it, it, uh, and, and still he's liable to pay damages. Therefore, uh, uh, we say no. It's uh, so we can't. You might have thought that that was the case. So therefore, um, uh, we we say no. Uh, that that's why it teaches that way. Okay. In other words, uh, what we had is that we did have a proof uh, for Ravashi from the Mishnah. Uh, then we try to bolster that proof uh, by saying maybe the Mishnah. Uh, specifically uh, is written in that way uh, to, uh, to, to, to give him extra proof and then we said no it's not necessarily uh, written in that way but still uh, we do have an ultimate proof so it's just that the last part uh, that we uh, kind of uh, say if it's from there it's no real proof alright so anyway Lema Masaile maybe the following statement uh, supports Rav Ashi and there's a Mishnah on Daf 100 uh, our next Mishnah uh, which is in you know a, a, a 
So what happens is you give uh, wool to a dyer and it, he leaves it uh, in the pot. Uh, what you used to do is put wood, wool in the pot uh, with the dye and then leave it cooking over the pot so that uh, the dye uh, could absorb properly into the wool and he goes and he gets, it gets burnt. Uh, then in Otain, law, demate semir. Uh, you give the person uh, whose wool it was, you, the owner, uh, the value of the wool. Uh, we are medaic, we are particular about the words we say, uh, the value of his wool. In uh, law, but you don't give him the value of his wool and the work. Uh, so uh, the shivro, the, the, uh, the, the, sorry, is its enhancement. Uh, any um, increase in value uh, because it was uh, white or you know slightly off white because it was probably uh, dirtyish wool. But anyway, that uh, but now it's now blue or maroon or whatever uh, colour you dyed it. So we don't give him that law. Love uh, and if he lo- so surely what are we talking about? Uh, the wool was burned after it fell in. Uh, and and the dye was already inside of it. So in other words, uh, there is uh, there is shivka that there was value beforehand, and and therefore we learn shmamina uman kone b'shvachli. Uh, we can learn that the craftsman requires ownership rights, uh, you know, because he enhanced uh, the, vest, uh, the the item, and therefore he doesn't have to pay uh, the, the the extra value. He just has to give him back uh, the value of the wood. So he's acquired it uh, due to his work. Uh, if that's how we understand it, that is the support uh, to Rav Ashi that an Uman does acquire uh, the work as he does it. No, not necessarily. Uh, what are we dealing with over here? Again. Uh, no, it gets burnt. It was too hot, uh, and at a moment goes inside uh, this uh, this big. Uh, pot, uh, then it gets burnt uh, before the dye takes place. Uh, uh, there's no shevach uh, there. It gets burnt straight away. It was too hot uh, going in. The wool gets burnt and uh, um, destroyed, and therefore you have to give the owner back uh, the value of the wool, but there's no enhancement whatsoever. Uh, the dye hadn't taken hold. Aval, uh, but what would be a situation if it was burned after it fell inside the, uh, uh, the, the pot, it was in the pot for a while and got uh, uh, died nicely, and then afterwards uh, it got uh, burnt thereafter, my, and uh, would you say that he gets both the value of the wool and any enhancement over there, uh, would you say that that's the case, and we said late Will you come along and say that Shmuel doesn't accept uh, Ravashi and uh, and and, and uh, he doesn't uh, believe that um, uh, the ownership uh, is is acquired by the craftsman? And the Gemara says no. Amalak uh, Shmuel, Shmuel would say no. The, the way I understand it, Hakamaskinan. What are we talking about? Cherkon, the Temesh Vachan, the Balabat. Really, uh, the wool uh, as well as any of the uh, the dyeing uh, instruments, the Simanim. Uh, literally the spices uh, in this situation, it means the, the, the dye ingredients, uh, the balabites, uh, they all belong uh, to the owner. Uh, and, and therefore, the, this guy is just doing a job. Basically, uh, all that's happening is this guy is taking a, 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 a 
the uh, payment uh, of of the of literally of his hand, but it means uh, the work that he's doing, uh, the wages for his work, and nothing else. Uh, so therefore, in that kind of situation, you're not giving the thing to the guy, and for him to uh, create uh, something for you, uh, really, what it is, you just he's just working there. Uh, take this, take that, uh, none of it is yours, uh, and therefore you remain uh, just a hired employee over there. And, uh, and in, uh, in, in this situation, um, uh, the, you know, because a craftsman in this situation not providing any of the material, uh, that is why he doesn't um, uh, acquire it, but if he would provide it, maybe he would acquire it. Uh, the says, Iyachi, if that is the case, if, if that is the case, uh, if, the, if the herbs were also destroyed by uh, the dyer, so then we should have said uh, the, the, he gives him back uh, the value of the wool, uh, plus the value of the, the herbs uh, that he used in the dye. Uh, so th- then you should have paid in back that if they all own uh, all owed to the Baalabites. No, really, uh, we're not quite sure what uh, Shmuel uh, necessarily holds in this situation. He doesn't uh, state what he says, uh, but he's just saying, listen, we could deflect it uh, from there. All right, so we, it, it, that is not necessarily uh, a proof. We said, listen, maybe uh, we could learn it from that uh, uh, Rav Ashi's statement that a, an Uman uh, acquires a craftsman, acquires it through his ownership uh, and uh, from the, the mission about the world. And Shmuel said, no, uh, we don't necessarily hold that. And we'd still, you know, and, and even though he said that, doesn't mean that he, he agrees uh, with it. He was just showing a way to deflect uh, that opinion away. All right, the Gomorrah tries yet again. Tashma, anatain talitol uman. If you give your talit, your garment, to a craftsman, gamro vodio, and then uh, he finished it, and uh, and he told him that he finished it. Afinimikan ad asara yamim. Uh, even from now until 10 days' time, he sends you a message. Uh, your, your stuff is ready to collect. And, uh, and even if you take 10 days to go and co- along and collect it, uh, All right, so uh, th- there are different uh, prohibitions uh, in the Torah. Uh, it says you're not allowed to uh, um, uh, delay paying a worker. It says if he's a night worker, you have to pay him uh, by, by the... Uh, I mean, if he's a day worker, you have to pay him by the next day. Uh, if he's a night worker, you have to pay him uh, by the... You know, uh, by the uh, before it gets night uh, the next day. So the, the, there's, there's that. Also, uh, there's another discussion, also a similar type of verse, uh, where it says you have to pay uh, the, the, your labourer at the end of his day's work. All right, so uh, that is... That's it. So now, even if you make this guy wait 10 days, uh, you you are not violating that prohibition. However, uh, if he gives you uh, the, the, the item, uh, the garment, uh, halfway through the day, uh, then uh, what happens is, is that um, you can't let it. Uh, once the sun, uh, if you gave him midday, and then you have to give it to him before sunset, otherwise uh, you have delayed paying him his wages. Right. So once collected, uh, then you have to pay him uh, pretty much immediately. And the Gemara says, uh, in this situation, uh, if he has acquired 
the ownership rights uh, with uh, regard to this, this enhancing uh, the vessel, I, this item of clothing. Uh, it says, uh, but, you know, Why does he violate against uh, delay over here? Because even uh, until uh, it's paid for, it really belongs uh, to him. So why is he liable uh, for that? If he acquired the garment and the, and the payment is really uh, that uh, he, he buys, uh, he's buying, it's a separate sale almost uh, from one to the other. Amar Rav Mari Braid Rav Kana Rav Mani the son of Rav Kana says Begarda Besarbali Deleicha Shvacha. No, here we're talking about uh, washing of this uh, thick garment uh, where there's no enhancement uh, of the garment. Uh, it's not. Uh, there's no uh, acquiring it of it here because there's no benefit uh, of it. So now the Gemara says, but hold on one sec. Sof sof. Namai Yahweh Nihale. So what, why did he give it uh, to the? Craftsman, uh, he gave it to him uh, le, uh, le okay, to come along and to, to soften it. All right, and soften it, which also could mean uh, like teasing it, which uh, is really uh, um, uh, which we're going to see is, is uh, you have to uh, stamp on it to make it soft, and then you have to uh, and, and it weakens it, and then ultimately uh, what you also have to do you, you soak it in water and you stamp on it to soften the fabric and then take away any dirt and squash the fibers together. Okay, so it's a kind of thing which seemingly uh, makes the garment weaker, uh, but but gives it a softer uh, type of. Um, feel uh, to it. So therefore uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's not great for the garment itself but it, it achieves the ultimate purpose. So we say sof sof uh, um, uh, what did he give uh, to him? He says uh, surely once he softened it uh, that's its, uh, its enhancement and therefore surely he's acquired it. So it says no really what happens is he he gave it to him to stamp on, uh, put it on water until it softens, and then he pays bista bamata. All right, he pays a mama uh, every time he stamps on it. Okay, uh, so therefore that is dahanu uh, is skirut. Uh, that is the same as skirut. Um, uh, you've 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 hired him uh, to do that. Um, it says Lamar de Salik Adatan Meikara Delo Agri Mibisene. So, what do we think about before we didn't hire it uh, for you know just to to stamp on Misale Rav Sheshit? You know, you hired him like a craftsman. Uh, that was what Rav Sheshit said. Dubai Mina Rav Sheshit Rav Sheshit Kablanut Over Lav Mishum Baltalin. If you hire a contractor who's not paid an hourly wage but he's paid uh, at, uh, at the end of the contract, it's was known as Kablanut. You take on a whole uh, job and you don't pay him on the day that he finishes his work, uh, or does over love without talent, uh, then he does violate uh, payment against paying uh, of the wages, or ain't uh, over, or doesn't he? Amalo, Rav Sheshit, over Rav Sheshit says uh, he does uh, violate it. All right, and the Gemara says, Lama, the Rav Sheshit, Pliga, the Rav Asi. So does Rav Sheshit disagree uh, with the Rav Asi that uh, the, the, the craftsman acquires ownership of uh, the, the benefit, the enhancement that it gives uh, to the item? Uh, and therefore, his payment's not like a wage. So, Amashmul, Bravacha, Bashucha, Digrata. No, uh, specifically, uh, where there's no 
benefit to an item, you hired a guy uh, to do a job for you. Uh, for example, uh, taking a letter uh, to this, it's, uh, that's his only job, uh, to deliver the letter. There's no uh, enhancement uh, whereby he should acquire any form of ownership rights. And therefore, in that situation, uh, the, if you delay payment to him, uh, then uh, you are liable for Baal so now what happens is Lamekatanai, so maybe we should say actually the, the statement of Ashi is uh, that uh, a craftsman acquires uh, the ownership uh, rights through making the item better is a machlokatanem. For example, we have a brighter Asali Sherim Nizamim Vitabaot Vekadesh Lacha. So basically what happens if a woman uh, gives gold to a jeweler and uh, he says, listen, make me bracelets, earrings. Uh, or rings for me, and 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 I'll become mukadesha uh, to you. Right? We have this case in uh, in Masechet Kedushin, so it might sound familiar. Uh, it says, "I'll become engaged to you as a result, betrothed to you as a result of the payment of his work." To, um, it says, "Kevan um, As soon as he has finished making them, mukadeshet to Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir says, uh, "The woman is mukadeshet uh, in this instance," uh, and uh, the rabbis are and Mukadeshit ad shiagia mamon yada, and she's not engaged, betrothed until money uh, comes into her hand. Uh, so Gemara says, "My mamon, what money are you talking about uh, in this situation?" Ilayma otomamon. If you'd say the money, I the 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 bracelets, the rings, or the jewelry that she ordered, and Michlal the Rabbi Meir sava otomamon law, would you Rabbi Meir hold that that money is is uh, not? It implies uh, that uh, all that it, you don't even need uh, any, you don't need other money uh, to 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 uh, engage a woman. But here, uh, what do you? What must you hold? Uh, it says no ella. Uh, so then how would he engage her uh, if, if a woman asks you to do something you do it for her and then you give her back the items that, that are always hers you haven't given her anything uh, so how could it be Ella Shita must be according to the rabbis must be uh, that he give her additional money so the rabbi said uh, not only does he have to give her uh, the jewelry back that she ordered but he has to give her uh, a little bit of extra money over and above that uh, and that's uh, that and that is where that's how uh, has to give her additional money. So Rabbi Meir seems to hold uh, that as soon as he just gives her the jewelry back, uh, then she is engaged in. Uh, so now the Gemara says, Vesuruah, okay, and now what the Gemara does, as it, uh, it uh, does sometimes, uh, it comes along and, and gives the assumptions on which uh, the following is based. And it says, you know, it's based on assumption A, B, and C. Uh, and then if you hold A, B, and C, well, then I'll come to conclusion D. Uh, and, uh, and invariably uh, what the Gomorrah says, no, it could be uh, that we are talking about uh, that, you know, that it doesn't hold uh, they don't all hold A, B and C they maybe only hold uh, B and C they might disagree about A uh, and uh, they might not hold uh, B and then they disagree about you know, different things so, that, you know, so whatever we come along and we say, listen, that is it's not necessarily a, uh, a, 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 you know, that they're arguing about it. But the first premise of the Gemara says, what do we hold? We put forward the assumptions. Everyone does hold. Uh, when we are talking about uh, the issue of this craftsman, uh, we assume that uh, when you enhance a vessel, uh, everyone agrees that uh, how, do you, uh, how does the vessel get enhanced? It says uh, the 
It's an incremental type of thing. I.e., uh, when uh, the, the, you, you pay a craftsman to do something or some form of artisan uh, to do something for you, uh, what, what happens is that uh, he, uh, every little bit uh, that he adds on uh, gives him a further bit of the money. If you tell him to do something and he's uh, uh, 62% of the way through, uh, as, he, as soon as he does bits and pieces, he adds on a percent uh, every, uh, however long it takes him to do it, and therefore you can, you can measure it. So it in, increases from zero all the way through to 100%, uh, and therefore that is uh, so that, that, that it's an incremental uh, type of uh, uh, concept is that you learn from the beginning to the soft, uh, beginning to the end, it's incremental. Everyone holds, and something we also saw in Kedushin, uh, if you... Um, uh, the, sorry, the fact that you don't get paid on the previous point, the fact that you don't get paid uh, from the time that we begin the, begin the work uh, means that it is a debt. And once we are uh, discussing a debt, uh, that, that means the state, the, the, it has a status of a loan. And also, uh, what, uh, the next point then, uh, which is how it relates, is that everyone agrees that if you give a woman uh, the benefit of a loan, all right? Uh, she's not uh, engaged. Just because she doesn't have to pay a loan uh, is not a benefit uh, to her, all right? That is, uh, that, that is the assumption. You have to give her something over and above that. Uh, just uh, uh, releasing her from a prior loan is not giving her anything now. Uh, and that, uh, that is that you have to give, uh, uh, you know, we had this discussion with Kedushin, you have to give uh, the woman something tangible, uh, and this is uh, seemingly intangible. You have to give her some form of benefits, and this is um, uh, a prior obligation, uh, release of a prior obligation is not a, um, considered, uh, any, uh, it, it's not, uh, it's a loan uh, that she's not engaged. All right, so now, uh, my love, woman, Kone Beshvach, Okay, so now, once we've got those assumptions, uh, we say, surely, the disagreement is whether uh, this, this woman, this craftsman, acquires the ownership uh, rights uh, in, in the vessel uh, through uh, the enhancement of the vessel. And Rabbi Meir Sava, he says, the, through the, uh, the benefit of it, so he acquires it, so really, the woman gives him some gold uh, to go along and make some jewellery. Uh, he takes the, the gold and he starts manufacturing. He starts cutting it out. He makes her rings. He makes her bracelets. He makes a necklace. And, and therefore, the effort that he's put in is his time. Uh, and he acquires it. Uh, his, his, his art is his craftsmanship. And everything like that uh, is the effort that he puts in. And then, at a later point in time, uh, he would sell it back uh, to the woman. That's a conceptual understanding of what's going on here. Now, he gives it to her uh, for free. Uh, she doesn't have to buy it. Uh, he is, she has uh, essentially uh, paid him and then he's paid her back uh, for it. And therefore, because uh, he, he owns uh, the value inherent in that vessel, and when he gives the jewelry back to her, uh, he's giving uh, something of his uh, back to the woman, uh, valuable of his own, and therefore she is engaged. However, Banan Savre, no, ain't uman kone no, a craftsman doesn't acquire uh, ownership in uh, while he enhances the vessel. Uh, really, he doesn't own uh, the jewelry, and therefore, uh, that is why we say he has to give her uh, another piece and some more money uh, thereafter. Yeah, sorry, the, the, the enhancement to the jewelry, not, not the jewelry itself, 
the enhancement uh, to the jewelry because uh, he uh, she, she got she gave him uh, raw materials and then he formed it into that into something else. Okay, good. Uh, all right, is that uh, is, is that what the machloket is? And we say to machloket tanaim about that. And the says law, not necessarily. Maybe everyone agrees uh, that a craftsman does not acquire ownership. Uh, through the enhancement of the vessel. What are they arguing about? Uh, it's whether uh, the obligation to pay uh, a wage is, uh, is incurred uh, from the beginning to the end. Okay? Uh, on the one hand, Rabbi Meir says the obligation to come along and pay that wage is only at the end. Uh, of a process, okay, you only have to pay it. So you start off at zero. It doesn't make a difference how much work you do, and then you finish off at a hundred. Okay, so the the, the 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 it's only as you finish off um, when the work is complete. Uh, no one wants a, a, a thing that's half done, and therefore there's no status of a loan. It's just uh, money that becomes uh, obligated to give him at that last time. Uh, okay, so if he gives her that jewelry back without uh, asking for money, it's as if he, he gave her uh, the money from his wages uh, to her. Okay, and that's uh, and he doesn't ask for any payments, uh, then uh, then she could become engaged with that. Okay, uh, and. Uh, Rabbanan said, the rabbis hold no. The rabbis say no. Uh, the obligation to pay this wage uh, is incurred on a, on a continuous basis. Incrementally, uh, every, every bit of work he does uh, increases the amount uh, that is owed. So therefore, uh, all the prior stuff, uh, if you stopped work at that specific time, it's got the status of a loan uh, and uh, she can't, um, uh, can't get engaged uh, with them and, and therefore she has to be given uh, the extra money. Okay, vibatama, uh, and uh, if you would say, uh, you could also say that. So that's an, uh, another way of explaining it altogether. That what the dispute's about. Vibatama, you could explain the dispute another way. You could hold the opposite uh, that uh, the obligation to pay a wage is in, is uh, incurred on an incremental, continuous basis from the beginning to the end, uh, and, and that's it. even Rabbi Meir. Uh, would uh, would hold that, uh, and um, as well uh, as um, uh, the Rabbanan, and uh, it says, and what are they arguing about? They're arguing about the other assumption, i.e., uh, if you engage a woman with a loan, uh, that is what the Rabbi Meir uh, if you give a woman a loan uh, and uh, previously given her a loan and then uh, you say, listen, you don't have to pay me back. That is considered uh, valuable enough for the woman uh, to do and uh, she is Mekudeshet. Rabbanan Savra, the rabbi's hold, Amakdish Mimilva, Eina Mekudeshet. If you use, uh, if you try engage a woman with a loan, uh, she is not Mekudeshet. Okay, that is uh, uh, in, in that situation uh, what we uh, what we say over there. All right, so uh, uh, so, so that might uh, be what the what the, the argument is about. Right, uh, so that's it. Uh, we could even hold both of those assumptions. Uh, we'd said they have to be arguing about one of the assumptions. We say no. Uh, everyone could agree uh, that a, a wage is earned on a, on a continuous incremental basis, and everyone also agrees uh, that uh, you try use a loan to Makarash woman doesn't work. And therefore, what is the argument about? Uh, it's, um, 
Oh, and the, even the third thing, Dukul Alma Ain Uman Kune Bishwakli, and the third thing uh, that uh, everyone would agree about uh, is that the, the, the craftsman does not acquire the enhancement of the vessel. So all three explanations that we given as to why there would be a difference between Rabbi Meir and the Rabbanan uh, all seem to be agreed upon. Uh, therefore, he gives a fourth uh, explanation. He says, Ella what must we be talking about here? He came along and he added on uh, something extra uh, to the added on. She, she gave him uh, gold and what he did was uh, at, uh, at a point in time he added on a jewel. Uh, of his own uh, to give it to. And now, Rabbi Mas, Avamilva Upruta, Data Alpruta. When you uh, say, uh, you know, don't you give me uh, the loan back, and in fact, I'm actually giving you an extra small amount of money over and above that, uh, the woman's mind, uh, her, uh, her, um, her mind is focused on that Pruta. Uh, that is that extra amount of money. Uh, so data pruta rabbanan sabre. The rabbis say no. Milva upruta data amuve. The rabbis say no. It doesn't work because her mind. Uh, you know, even when you give a woman a bit extra, the 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 what she's thinking about is the original loan that she doesn't have to pay back, and therefore it's still considered a milve uh, as well. So therefore, uh, the loan uh, cannot serve as the the kedushin money in this situation because uh, there's nothing happening. Uh, at the time, there's no giving uh, from him to her at the time. Okay, and we reflected the high dahani tonight, and uh, Rabbi Meir and the rabbis argue about uh, this, which which we saw uh, back in Kedushin Detanya. Uh, as a woman says to a woman, become engaged with me with this payment uh, that I've worked, uh, that, that you owe me because I work for you. Uh, that she is not engaged for that. Uh, no, it says that, uh, that uh, the payment that it will be when I work for you, okay, uh, then uh, then she does work because uh, from, from the moment um, uh, she's entitled, uh, that, that, sorry, that he would be entitled uh, to the money, he's giving it up. So he's giving it to her uh, on that thing. So if it's a past loan, uh, there's nothing transferring now. But if it's uh, something uh, that she'll get benefit from in the future, uh, then she is Mukudeshet. Rabbi Natan Omer Bishkar, Sheese, Imach, and Mukudeshet, Bukol Shekhan Bishkar, Sheasiti Imach. Uh, and Rabbi Natan says, no, it doesn't work in either case. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, it become engaged to me uh, with the payment of work uh, that I will do. Uh, she's not uh, engaged. And obviously, uh, if he said to become engaged uh, to me uh, with, a, with a, the payment which I already work for you. Okay, because really what Rabbi Natan holds, uh, that the obligation uh, to pay. Uh, for that wage is incurred, you know, from the beginning to the end, and therefore, uh, it's you know, at, even at the end uh, of it, it's all one big loan. Okay, uh, uh, and, and, and therefore, uh, it is all a loan. Okay, and that's it. All right. So now, Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, Rabbi Yehuda Nasi says about this. He says, no, really, what they say, it means that's generally the halacha. Whether it's uh, the you'd work for previously, uh, whether you saying I will work for you, and it's going to be in future. She's not engaged. Uh, it's got too much uh, similarity uh, to a. Um, uh, 
alone. Vim hosifla nofet mishlo mekudeshet eva. If he added on a jewel of his own to her, then she is mekudeshet. And the Gemara says, Micah by Natanakama and Rabbi Natan. What what is the difference between Natanakama and Rabbi Natan? Uh, the, you know the, that first thing that we had. It says uh, surely, Ikabano skirut ben Rabbi Nathan ben Rabbi Yehuda Nasi Ikabano milva upruta. The difference between uh, is um, uh, is so. Um, uh, let's just go back. My Tanakam and Rabbi Nathan. What's the difference? Point of dispute uh, between the Tanakam and Rabbi Nathan. It must be. Uh, uh, talking about uh, it, uh, you know, when does a person uh, earn uh, his wages? Is it uh, the, uh, at the beginning uh, or is it only at the end? Uh, okay, and that's, that's the machloka between the two. Between uh, Rabbi Natan and Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, the second and third opinion uh, in the writers uh, that we quoted. Uh, the difference is a loan and a prutah. Rabbi Natan says if you give a loan and a prutah, the mind, uh, woman's mind is on the loan. That's why the condition doesn't work. Uh, as Rabbi says, listen, if he adds on something extra to her, uh, the mind, uh, you know, her mind is, is on uh, the prutah, the extra bit that he adds. On in this case, uh, the loan that she gets uh, is uh, it, 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 her mind's not on that, it's on the jewel uh, as well. All right, uh, that is that. Okay, Gomorrah goes back. Amar uh, Shmuel, uh, what about uh, if, if a Shmuel says, What happens if a craftsman damages the item uh, that he's working with? Okay, and Shmuel says, A butcher. Uh, that goes along and checks it incorrectly and makes it non-kosher, chayav uh, l'shalem. He has to go along and pay the owner for his damage uh, that he caused. Why mazik? Uh, he is a mazik. He's caused damage, direct damage with his hands. Uh, he is a mazik. Poshayhu. Uh, and then he says, he's negligent. Uh, and naaseh, uh, omer, lo shkot li mikan, shkot lo mikan. Uh, and his negligence, like someone who said, checked it from here uh, to here, where you where you would, should check an animal from, and he checked it from a different part of uh, the throat, and uh, he didn't follow what the uh, the owner said. So it's seemingly a repetition. Uh, why do you say he's a mazik? And he's poshah. Why do you say he's damaged? And he's negligent. Uh, why, seemingly it's a repetition. Uh, it says No, if you would have said he's a mazik, havamina. No, maybe that's uh, if you only shechted it uh, for payment purposes. Uh, because once I pay you uh, for something, uh, you've got extra responsibility. And therefore, you are like damaging it. But what happens in the situation uh, where... Uh, he'd just be doing you a favor and shechting it and bechinam law coming by land, but, but uh, maybe he'd be exempt uh, from liability if he messes it up, uh, in the, you know, because it's unintentional. Now we say no, he's poshayhu. That's negligence. Uh, even though you uh, working without pay, you can't be negligence, uh, therefore, and, and damages uh, caused by someone. There's a, a shomrim uh, discussion where a guardian, uh, if uh, even a shomer chinam, a person that uh, undertakes to watch something for free, is liable uh, if he is negligent uh, with it. So even in that situation, he is liable. All right, so uh, once we uh, have that um,
uh, uh, principle. Uh, now we come along. Rav Chama Baguria argues with Shmuel about that. He says, listen, so you give an animal to a, uh, a slaughterer and he goes and he turns it into a novella. Uh, right? He turns it, he shakes it improperly, he turns it into a novella. So now we look at it. Uman, Pater, uh, an expert, uh, he is exempt. Hedjot, uh, Chayv. Uh, if you know he's exempt because he's exempt from liability, but if he's a hedge or a normal person, uh, he'd be liable uh, to that. Vim, Natan, Notan, Sachar, Bain Hedu, Bain Uman Chayv. If the guy paid money uh, to have this animal shech, that doesn't make a difference whether you're an expert butcher uh, or whether you are a kind of a one-timer. Uh, over here, you are liable uh, in this thing because you got paid. Um, you know, so, uh, so it seems to be an expert butcher who shechs the animal uh, improperly is exempt uh, if you shechs it without paying. Uh, that, that's, uh, and, and that's uh, obviously against uh, what, we, what we saw before. Uh, you know what, what Shmuel said. Uh, listen, you know that's it, it's uh, he's a poshaya and uh, he's uh, and, and he's uh, a mazik and he's a poshaya uh, and that's it. So uh, and, and, and so and why in this case uh, do you say if it's um, uh, for free uh, you shouldn't do it? Uh, and say I'm a, you know it's quite an interesting response over here. Um, you know amalei lechor mochech. You know your mind should be uh, you know. Uh, mad. Okay, so he says, listen, uh, instead of, you know, um, uh, he, he, you know, as if he quoted it wrongly, as if Shmuel had forgotten it, so uh, he says, listen, you're not speaking to me not. He says, your brain should get messed up. Anyway, so uh, so one of the other rabbis came along and maybe did a more um, honourable way, and he asked this thing, Amalei, uh, so he asked the same question, uh, Shmuel didn't get upset with him, Amalei, Hashta, Shakata, Mi, Shako, Chavreich, no, listen, so, uh, you know, now you're going to get the answer that I actually should have given uh, to your friend as well. Come in, Lechu, Ana, Rebbe, Ma, uh, I said my statement is in the name of Rebbe Meir, uh, and it says, and you said, uh, you challenged me according to the opinion of the rabbis. Okay, am I law? Why don't you just, uh, you know, why aren't you, why aren't you dyke? Why aren't you careful uh, with what words you choose? Uh, you know, and Shani um, Omer, because I say, Maziku, Pushayu, I say he's a, he's a damager and he's negligent. Uh, it says, Nasek Omer, Lo Shkotli Mikan, Shkotli Mikan. It's like the animal's owner said, you shift it from this place and you shift it from a totally different place. In other words, you totally disobey the instructions. Mandet Lelu Haasvara. Uh, who is that opinion that accepts this? Uh, I mean, who's the person that accepts this opinion? Because we've mentioned uh, rabbis and Rabbi Meir. We're not sure what it is. We'll clarify that in a section. A second, uh, but Rabbi Meir, Kasavra Man, it lay lehu lesvara. Rabbi Meir, Dama Mibar lay le Rabbi Meir uh, Rabbi Meir says, no, you should have taken on the responsibility to do things properly. And if you didn't uh, do it, uh, well then, you are negligent. You have to, if someone asks you to do something, you have to take proper care uh, do it. As opposed to uh, the rabbis who say, listen, uh, if you're not doing any, if you're unpaid, uh, then you are exempt. All right, so now, hi, Rabbi Meir. So let's just prove uh, what, you know, where, which statement of Rabbi Meir uh, are we talking about here. And uh, so we say, Ilayma, Rabbi Meir, uh, the, the Kuf Nun Siman. All right, uh, so we just say Kuf Lamad Nun uh, Mnemonic. 
that we're going to try three places where we may. It says, uh, uh, and the Kuf stands for Kosharo, uh, um, Litzboa is the Lamed uh, dying it, and Nishbara uh, is, the, is the breaking it. All right, so that's a Kuf Lamed Nun. Uh, we have three uh, places where we think Rabbi Meir might have learned that principle from. Uh, did none. As we learned in the Mishnah, Mishnah back on Daf 45. Uh, so what happens if the owner's ox tied it up with reins uh, to a fence, we locked the gate, uh, and it was roi, it was fitting. Okay, however, Yatsev Hizik and the ox uh, comes along and so the guy properly guarded this ox and then it uh, somehow escapes and causes damage. Uh, Rebbe Meir says it doesn't make a difference whether the ox is a ton or a muad, the owner is liable because uh, you know, that's, uh, he should have, you know, st- st- even though you did it appropriately still, uh, you didn't go above and beyond that. Uh, you need, um, uh, it's, uh, um, uh, you know, especially a, a, a muad ox, you need a high level of, of safeguarding, and because you didn't like uh, put it, you know, even a stronger uh, uh, behind stronger barriers, etc. Therefore, you'd be liable. So, therefore, if you ask to do something, you are taking on the highest level of care. Uh, otherwise, uh, and, and if you, therefore, if you mess it up, uh, you're liable for damages. And the Gemara says no. Hatam v'kray pligi. No, they're arguing there about uh, verses, uh, not uh, you know, lo- not uh, logical reasoning. Okay, so they just said, um, uh, you know, the, the, it's a verse in Parshat Mishpatim, as most of uh, this Masechet has been quoting from Parshat Mishpatim. Uh, it says, uh, you know, the, the Baal uh, didn't lock it up properly. It means as long as the, 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 the difference in opinion, did he, how much does he have to lock it up to be considered proper? And that's the Machloket over there. All right, so uh, they're arguing about verses, so that can't be. Uh, what we are uh, uh, talking about over here. So we try again. Ella, uh, hi Rabbi Meir, maybe it's the following Rabbi Meir, uh, this is the Mishnah about dying, which we had quoted before, and we'll see tomorrow, Bezrat Hashem. Uh, it says, uh, A person gives wool to a dyer to dye it red for him, and he gets back black wool. Uh, all vice versa, Shakor, uh, you want a black wool and you get red wool. Uh, Rabbi Meir, uh, what he has to do is give him the value of the wool. Uh, the implication is you have to pay uh, for um, uh, the damage, right? So, and, and, and that's it. So you have to pay for the damage. Uh, and the Gemara says, no. Hatan, we are done. Kalao. Uh, so really what happens is uh, you know, in this situation the guy come along, he came and burnt the wool himself, it's his direct action uh, that, that did it and, uh, and therefore his direct action if you do something with direct action it's very hard uh, to say uh, that you'd, uh, you know, you're not liable to pay damage you do it directly uh, with your hands itself, so therefore Ella that uh, what, what, uh, what you say you know, and um, Following statement, Rabbi Meir did not, uh, and this is talking uh, about a, it. Should Rabbi say Tanya does not a Mishnah uh, Nishbra uh, Kado. This would also have a similar concept at the beginning of a Masechet. Uh, it says if your guy breaks his vessel, Velo Suka, uh, and you didn't take it off, Nafla Kamalo Velo Himida, or your camel fell on the road and you never stood it up. Rabbi Meir may Chayav Benazikin. Rabbi Meir says you're liable for the damage that you cause. Chachamim uh, the Rabbis say Pater Medina Adam you exempt from a human perspective because uh, the animal fell uh, and it wasn't its fault uh, that it fell uh, or the, uh, you, you slipped 
and you uh, broke your vessel, uh, you know, that slipping is not negligent. Okay, that was the discussion we had back then. Uh, ever, from a heavenly perspective, you are liable. Uh, it says, uh, and, and we said was, uh, is someone who stumbles, uh, and uh, are they negligent or not? According to Rabbi Ma, uh, stumbling is negligent. You should have paid attention to where you're walking, and therefore you're liable for whatever damage you cause. Uh, in this situation, the same thing. Uh, with an expert butcher, it doesn't make a difference. Um, uh, that you are doing it as a favour. Uh, it says you are negligent when you, if you damage the animal that you shechted. And the rabbis say, no, uh, you're, not, you're not negligent. Uh, they say mistakes happen. All right, so now uh, let's come along and look at Rabbi Yochanan's uh, view uh, about that. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, says the name Rabbi Yochanan, Tabach Oman Shikukav. No, he says an expert butcher who comes along and checked in the wrong place uh, and, and made it an availer. Chayv, you would have to pay uh, uh, for that. Afilu, who, Uman, Tipori, and even if he's expert like the butchers of Tipori. Okay, that's, uh, you know, not quite sure why Dafka, he says, uh, they, maybe they were the best butchers. Who knows? Uh, it's still, uh, it's not an accident. He's considered uh, liable for that. Rabbi Did Rabbi Yochanan really say that? Rabbi Bachana says, it says, Uvda Havei Kamei, Rabbi Yochanan, there was a case that was brought in front of Yochanan, Beknishna de Maon, in the shul in Maon. Amalei, Zil Ate Raya, the Machet, Tanigolim, Ivatrech. Okay, basically, a guy came, uh, he had a um, uh, a guy that he shechted a chicken uh, incorrectly and he says go bring proof that you're expert at shechting chickens and then uh, I will exempt you uh, after, uh, you know, uh, after, after I'll make you patter uh, over there uh, so you know, surely it, it says that if you're an expert you don't have to pay uh, so law kasha can bechinam and uh, the difference we draw uh, is one where the guy shifted animal for free. Uh, that's why he is exempt. You always bear a lower level of responsibility when you do things for free, uh, as opposed to the case of the chickens. Um, can uh, he was being paid uh, for that, so you have to take a greater responsibility and take greater care. If you want a butcher, uh, this is what Rabbi Zaira says. If you want a butcher uh, to be liable for things, what you have to do is pay him uh, for his services. So if he messes up, uh, then uh, he is liable to repay you uh, for that. The Gemara says, listen, not so clear. Uh, so what happens if you bring wheat uh, to someone to, to grind uh, for you and you want it to do it? And instead of grinding it properly, he turned it into bran or coarse bran. Uh, similarly, uh, you give flour to a, uh, a, a baker, a pat nefilin, and he makes you bread that literally falls, uh, crumbly bread. Uh, that's it. So you, he doesn't do what, what you ask him to. Bahama, le tabach, nivla, also an, an animal to a shechta and shochet, and uh, he comes and turns it into novella. Chayev, when I show Kunose Sacha, he's liable uh, because he is like someone who's paid to do a job, right? A paid uh, person to, to like wash things. So even if the work was done for free, uh, it's like, uh, we say it's like someone who's paid. It doesn't say um, uh, he, he was, because he was paid, he takes higher responsibility. It means even someone who's like 
uh, like this. Okay, so even someone who does it for free, um, and that's it, he's, he's like, uh, he's, he's actually being paid for it. No, uh, surely what you say, because he is uh, someone who's paid for it. We, we say, listen, the only person only liable uh, if he was paid for it. All right, so now, who? Magronia, the Atta commander of. There was an animal that was shechted. Hagronia uh, is where you incline, uh, you shechted the different rings in an animal's neck. Uh, as a topic is dealt with. Uh, extensively in Chulin uh, when we talk about uh, different uh, things that mess up a shkita, uh, what happens is uh, cutting and angling uh, where you move from one uh, vertebra, I, I don't know if it's a vertebra or it's, it's, uh, it's not vertebra um, it's in the animal's neck uh, trachea or esophagus etc there are different rings, it's kind of a ridged uh, uh, pipe and uh, you, you move from one ring uh, to the other, uh, then that's a problem so he says um, uh, he says listen it's not kosher uh, but however um, uh, patra Latabach, he exempted uh, the butcher from paying. Pagabu Ravkana, Ravashi Yahi Gavra. And Ravkana and Ravashi came along and encountered that man. Amra Abdu Lak, Rav Tata. The Rav did two things uh, for you. Uh, you know, so what does that mean? Ma uh, Tata, what are these two things uh, that Rav did for you? Ilayma Tata Lerute, Legriua, Legriata. Aye, there were two negative uh, things that he did, because uh, maybe you would say, Dibalu Lachshure, Krabi Yossi, Brabi Kanina. Uh, you could have said that you are uh, um, uh, the, the animal was kosher. Uh, the, you know, it, it, like Rabbi Yossi, the son of Rabbi Yudha, said animal shecht in that way, way is kosher. And it says, but he went ahead and traced it up, uh, like uh, the majority opinion of the rabbis. But there was an opinion that he could have relied on that said it was kosher. He went, uh, and he nami. And if you say the other negative thing he did, Karavanan, uh, he says he holds like the rabbis, if he holds like the rabbis, what he should have done, um, uh, he should have said the butcher's liable uh, for such behavior. Okay, uh, but it says, but, but really, uh, are you allowed to do uh, such a thing? Okay, uh, will you come along and, and, and tell someone the judge messed up? Uh, for you, or the, uh, you know, the, uh, and, and stuff like that. Vatani, uh, we learned in a brata, uh, there's a, a brata, uh, I think in Sanhedrin, we discussed it. You can't go out as a, as a judge and say, listen, uh, I've, I, I voted for you. I was outvoted, uh, but I believe you were right, and I was outvoted, uh, etc. I was outnumbered, uh, etc. And therefore, it's uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I voted for you. You can't say such a thing because so a person that goes around uh, telling secrets uh, is revealing secrets, but then um, you know that that's not good, right? Uh, and and therefore, uh, one shouldn't do uh, such a thing. So therefore, they couldn't be saying uh, that what uh, what um, Ravasi uh, did for you. Um, uh, uh, so Rav Khan and Ravasi uh, met that guy and they said, Rav, 
uh, did two things to you. Uh, so it can't be saying the Rav did two bad things to you. Uh, therefore, Ella, Taita Lema Luta. No, Rav did two good things for you. Okay, firstly, Dilo Akla Safek Tisura. Firstly, that he said the animal is definitely not kosher. Uh, you wouldn't be, uh, you, now you're not eating an item where there's a doubt about it being uh, trafe or not, and you think, ah, oh, it's fine, and then meanwhile it ends up being trafe ultimately. So I've gone and eaten trafe. Uh, and therefore, uh, similarly, by saying the butcher doesn't have to pay you, uh, it says, uh, uh, What happens is, if you would have taken that money uh, from the, the butcher, uh, then what's going to happen? Then it could have been like stealing from him if you didn't have to uh, give it back. Okay, uh, and, and that's it. So you've actually done two good things for you. Firstly, you didn't eat um, non-kosher meat. And secondly, uh, you have definitely not done uh, robbery over there. Okay. Um, um, uh, learned from uh, taking you away from both of those uh, things. Rav took you away from both of them. Okay, uh, let's uh, leave it there. Everyone should have a great time.